Welcome to Wine with Witches. I'm Megan. And I'm Nicole. And we are here to chat about our magical practices. From shiny rocks. To our favorite fermented grapes. And all things metaphysical. You'll hear about how we apply our practices in our businesses and everyday lives to enrich the lives of those around us and ourselves. To join the conversation online and get updates on Wine with Witches, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Episodes are sponsored by thekeepdowntown.com. Let's decant some magic. Cheers. Cheers. Oh God, how do we do this? Oh, no. <laughs> What's up, witches? What's up, witches? <laughs> Hi, we're back from the grave. Yeah, wow. We we dug ourselves up and out. Can't bury a witch. Can't bury a witch. Can't burn a witch. Can't bury a witch. Nope. Can't nobody take my stride. Can't nobody hold me. All right. Down. Oh. <laughs> We should have done that at karaoke. Uh, we've uh, we need to add that to the karaoke shortlist. We've come back to uh, recording a podcast, but we can't say that our our whole lot of brain cells made it the way through as well. Yeah, no, we lost a few these last few months. Mm-hmm. I don't know how y'all are feeling, but it's uh, it's been something. <laughs> the world is pretty wild right now. Man. I feel like we had such great intentions for the new year <laughs> of like all the shit we were going to do. Like we, we went to um, West Virginia yes. and we did, we did all our travel and we got back and we're like, all right, it's a little late into January, but that's okay. We're going to get back into the swing of things. Spring is coming. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we, we had a fantastic time um, at the keep downtown uh, yes. celebrating in bulk with some folks. It was beautiful. Yep. It was um, Ashley and Jack. Yeah. Came out and hung out with us. So of course, thank you to, to those lovely people. Um, I, I just had a wonderful time. The energy was awesome. It was the beautiful. It was great. great but... And I felt really refreshed and I felt really like, okay, this is what I really needed to like kickstart. Mm-hmm the start of my like the true new year the yeah. we, the true wheel of the year spring has sprung yes um and, and then was, spring what the beginning of february very beginning of february yeah. and then spring really just said oh fuck around and find out um and and cleaned house it did yeah. some spring cleaning yeah so a big part of my intention setting and what we discussed during that ritual was um, for me personally, you know, I, I said, I really feel like compelled and drawn to get back into yoga. Yeah. You know, I, rem- I, I, I remember said, you saying it. I said, I want to, you know, renew my licenses, which I did. It, it was more about like, it was also like that holistic health. Like yes. you wanted the interaction with people and you wanted your own like health and well-being to be at the forefront. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, so spring came and then... You know, I, you know this, obviously, but the public at large doesn't know. I I lost my job. Mm -hmm. and Kind of in that wave that so many people lost their jobs. Tons of the... All the downsizing. Tech industry. Yeah. Tech industry people really got slammed hard first quarter. Yep. You know, those, all those CFOs are just, uh, you know, looking at the, the numbers and... They, they had to do what they had to do. You know, business is cutthroat. It's brutal. And we are living in this late stage capitalist. In a, in a, in a capitalist hellscape. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's Nicole's words. Every time she says this, you kill me. A capitalist hellscape. It just, it's the perfect description. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um. Thank you, Hassan. <laughs> oh, okay. We we definitely want to talk Hassan a little more. Are we going to talk Hassan? I mean... Oh, well, he did his birth chart. We have to talk Hassan. Yeah, that Leo-ass motherfucker. Yeah, so now that we know for sure, we got to talk. But anyway, okay, I'm getting way off track already. So, it's yeah. okay. This is... Strap in, folks. This is going to be a big one. We're going to be uh, all over the place tonight. So just prepare for that. But yeah, so my my little in bulk intention just kind of was forced upon me in a weird way after i got laid off well, because i'm like what's so funny to me is like 
we we and we've talked about this a little bit before just about how intense like when multiple witches or multiple individuals come into like agreement about something yep. and then like really perform ritual but how like fast that of the universe is just like oh okay and like sweeps in like it I don't think like I've seen the, it was it a month and a half less later? than that less yeah. than that yeah. less than that and it was it, it was just so funny to me how like I can look back on that specific moment and all four of us like had like really that heart to heart like deep intentions oh, that we yeah. were talking about it was a really beautiful like night I it was a small group but it was a beautiful group and I just I, I sit back and I laugh now because I'm like how crazy is the universe that we were all like in that moment in agreement like yes that's a great intention megan and like just that just talk about energy manipulating and pushing you in a direction not that i'm sitting here saying like i willed your job to be cut <laughs> i would never do that but, but like you know what? the universe saw the universe saw something no crazy way for me yeah to fulfill that intention in the position that i was in i yeah. truly believe that there was you know some scheming in the stars of like she obviously really wants to do this yeah she's not gonna do it while she's working full time because i was like super lazily comfortable yeah and i was like i got that i'm working I get from that. home i'm just chilling i'm making bank and that felt really great to me but i was definitely in a comfort zone mm -hmm. that i needed to get out of and it could have happened differently for sure. I would have liked some of the circumstances to change, to have been changed and all of that. But ultimately like, you know, you get laid off and you start this, um, you know, first existential crisis. Mm -hmm. And then you start have to turn inside and, you know, figure out like, what do I want to do next? And I'm at a point in my life and I've told you about, you know, just feeling like, I just cannot imagine going back to doing that job or having those same conversations with the, with the clientele and, and just the corporate jargon and the yep. corporate lifestyle. Yep. Like, no offense to anybody that's doing it. It's a grind for sure. But, you know, get that bag, make that cash, you know, do, do yeah. what you gotta do. But like, I just knew that that layoff was like, okay, that's it. The cord is cut from that part of my life. I got to just put it away, pack it up, cremate it or whatever, and yeah. move on to the next thing, which, you know, I, I, there was a few different options for me when it was job hunting time. And there still are some things that are coming across my table that I'm like, you know, I could make a lot more money probably, but I think I've, I've found my way into like this weird little niche now that I'm super like intrigued by. Yeah. 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 I think that that's what, and I don't know if I've even said this enough to you. Like I immensely respect you and like the process and the journey that you've gone through with this because it's so easy in the sense that like to latch on to the next thing or the next financial opportunity that's like I, it's going to keep my my family secure and like my stability and my comfort and like I I don't know if I would have necessarily had the the wherewithal to really be as intentional as you have about <clears throat> finding the next thing that suits you. Yeah. Like that really speaks to like, I, I, I want to work with people. I want to be doing meaningful work. I want to express myself in a really like individualistic and non PC corporate fashion. Like that's a lot to, yeah. to mentally say, okay, I'm going to, branch out from the norm and I'm going to do something different. And yeah. I, you know, I, I commend you a lot because it's not the easy road by any means. <laughs> no. And I, I guess we've been a little vague already about <clears throat> what it is. Like yeah. obviously yoga has, I've gotten back into yoga, but specifically um, teaching yoga in a local mental health and substance abuse facility, yep. you know, AKA the psych ward. <laughs> But I, and, 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 I, and I mean, yeah, we laugh about it, but like these are, this is a population that like, they need you. They, yeah. they are, they are even in their worst points, maybe not expressing it the way that they can or should be in that moment. But like, they need your services. Yeah. Like 
no no offense to you know what you were doing prior but like these old white men who have a bunch of money don't need you no, <laughs> like absolutely. they're gonna find somebody else right they but really like don't need me now that AI is, uh, joining the, well the don't even get me started about that but like so. <laughs> that's the thing is like there there's there's only so much that you're like you said you had a lot of comforts you had benefits that were out of it it was great but was it the most fulfilling work you've ever done probably not no. but this is like there, there's an impact that you're making on people's lives yeah. while they're there. Yeah. It's really exciting too. I mean, it's, it's weird to be 40 years old. I'm just going to say it. I think <laughs> a lot of our listeners already know my age, but uh, you know, 40 years old to be at a point where you're kind of um, reinventing yourself, starting yeah. a new career path, potentially going back to school. You know, there's so many things that, could happen next that um it's interesting and healthcare is like a whole new industry for me i was gonna say that's brand new for you it's it's my old playground yeah, but like i've learned <laughs> a lot from you <laughs> it's I'm my like, it's my old playground but you were like super con like you just swung right in there i was like go get a girl yeah I, you know i think that i was very nervous during orientation and we started learning like more about the population and having to do like you know handle with care training and learn mm -hmm. how to take people down and you know learn a little bit more about the ins and outs of what happens in you know a facility like this but it is always like we the ultimate message which is one reason why i think i'm really stoked about this particular position i think it could have gone it could have been bad i could have gotten into a place where they just don't give a shit, you know? I mean, or, I thought, or, I thought, honestly, when you started that you were going to fucking hate it. Yeah. Like, real talk, I did not know how you, like, not that you were going to hate yoga, but that you were going to hate, like, kind of like the institutionalized yeah. healthcare yeah, yeah, yeah. industry. Because it's not for the faint of heart, yeah. and it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's not easy. It's definitely not. But it's also, I feel that they are very sincere and genuine about, like, yeah. their ultimate goal, which is to help these people yeah in the most efficient way possible and obviously mental health and efficiency might not necessarily need to be in the same sentence i mean a business is still a business and the, you know at well, the end of the I, day they gotta function like but... i mean efficiently like get them better as fast as we can well yeah i mean well i mean that's an intense situation though because mm -hmm. i mean that is 24 7 around the clock here when they are there yeah so like you get to impact someone's not just like this is not just a monday through friday night nine to five clock in clock out kind of deal like yep. they're in they're doing everything yeah, like you're, you are changing the, their lives and that time it is well right <laughs> They that's know when true, breakfast, true. lunch, and dinner are. But yeah. That's, that's, they don't have clocks. Yeah. Or it's time there, for my yeah. pills. Like, oh, yeah. They get med the med calls for that and all that. So, yeah, it's been crazy. And, like, you know, I say crazy. I, I don't mean it like that. But but also I do. Because it is truly. It's like, intense. It's, it's a lot. The population is, is very vulnerable. You know, and that was one thing we talked about before today's podcast of part of our intention of, of our vulnerability. You know, seeing patients allow me to affect them through mm -hmm. yoga and meditation and learning about even like aromatherapy and breathing you know breath work and all of that like that kind of thing like a lot of people do frown upon it which i've been thinking about a lot <laughs> how like you know i see memes that are like oh your your workplace is like yeah we want to help you know we really want to contribute back to everyone's mental health and the, the meme is like we don't need yoga you know and i'm like yeah I get that that in it is funny. I get it. Like, obviously, everybody wants more money. But right. um, if you don't have a balance and you do not have control over your mental state and you don't have coping tools and skills to calm yourself down, um, your anxiety or stress or whatever it is, there's a point that it gets high enough where you do have a mental break. Yeah. And if you don't have those coping mechanisms, then you, you, if you do have them, let me put it this way. If you do have them, you can mitigate that to an extent. Yeah. Um, obviously I'm not even really talking yet about medication. You know, obviously these patients see real therapists, they see real doctors. They're not just there doing yoga. <laughs> well, right. But there's, a, there's, there's something to be said for a holistic approach. Cause right. I think you could go back into, I mean, this is, my and i 
have many soapboxes I can get on with just <laughs> healthcare specifically, just in general. Yeah. But when you, when you talk about the healthcare system in totality, it's twofold in that you have to do the work and put in the good things into your system while also doing the triage and the treatment Mm -hmm. that you need to be successful with it. Mm -hmm. Mental health is a, is a huge facet of that. It's the most commonly, you know, approached because, you know, we talk about medication being helpful, but also the access to mental health services and getting therapy and things like that. But even when we talk about just like physical body health, it's no different than someone saying, okay, I've got high cholesterol. Well, yes, you can take a medication for that, but you also need to change what you're putting into your body and your diet. It's no different. You've got to do it for your mental health too. And like the, the, the yoga may not be something, the physical movements may not be the be all and end all of them getting better, but being able to escape their own mind Mm -hmm. and quiet their own mind for a certain period of time can be such a significant small step and them being able to, again, have the better coping skills yep. it, to be able to navigate this capitalist hellscape. Even normal <laughs> people cannot quiet or still their mind. Well, I mean, shit, you know, over the past few weeks, I've had my struggles with it. You yeah. know, my my mental health, I, I think, I don't think it's a secret to anybody that it's been a rough few months, yeah. it's a handful of months. For sure. I think and we're I went, all... I, I just went down this rabbit hole of mine, but ultimately the point of what what I was saying is like in bulk set that intention. It did. It, 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 it did. It set off... It, it set that off event, that event set off such a series of events. And like, I think back over the past few months and like, I don't think it's lost on anybody that we're in the middle of a recession, mm-hmm. that people are hurting. prices are skyrocketing. It ain't easy right now for people. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I've had my moments of just like utter despair. My last week between my work and just things in life in general, um, I I was, I was in a really dark place and it, and I, I, I'm still, I I say that to say like, I'm not out of the woods. Mm -mm. I'm still doing things at home to try to cope with that. But like, I also feel like I'm very thankful for the people around me and for the tools that I have learned over time to help me navigate some of that because I, I, I don't know what I would do. I would be one of your patients. (laughs) Like I would, it's in it. And I, and I say that to say like, I'm, a decently put together person. It can happen to anybody. Like this is not just your people that are strung out on drugs. And even still, I mean, fuck, anything could happen in our lives and we could be the ones in that situation, you know? Almost every patient in here and I think people in general suffer from, you know, a multi, uh, it's like- It's multifaceted. Multifaceted and usually like substance abuse goes along with some type of mental illness or vice versa. Which is often stemming from- PTSD and like childhood trauma. I was about to say well, how they were, what the environment they were raised in. It's like, it's just a clusterfuck. It's a menagerie yep. of bullshit that's and gotten them there. And not to mention like, holy shit. Like you gotta have two or three jobs just to pay rent yeah, in yeah. this, you know, and we're in Florida, central Florida, which I know is not the highest cost living. Oh, cost of living is so much more reasonable here than most yeah. other places in the world. Yeah, even we've here, got, we're like, oh, we've shit. got a bonkers governor, but we, oh, you know, can handle at least paying our bills in comparison to <laughs> New York City. I yeah. mean, like, even though I'm still like totally down the commune. I, listen, <laughs> I know, I know we keep saying this, but like, I, I'm, I'm at the point in my life where I'm really like, when I think long-term goals, I'm trying to figure out like over the next 10 years, what it takes to do to get a plot of land, have like, you know, a, a handful of us that are close live in the same space. We can have a communal like kitchen, living room. Everybody's got separate quarters, all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah. But like, I'm a, I, and, and we've, we've talked about this a little bit too recently. Like I have noticed such a shift this year in me just wanting to like seclude and almost go into like hibernation mode. Mm -hmm. And I know there's a level of it that's not healthy. Like we want to socialize and be out there, but like, it's less about not socializing with 
the people that I know, like the yeah. people that I love. I want to build my own little like walled city <laughs> and keep the rest of the bullshit chaos out. Like I want, I want my little, I want to do what Wanda did. Did you watch WandaVision? No. Okay. Fucking, I I'm the nerd. To, I need, no, I've been wanting to. It's been on my list for a while. Now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm borderline where Wanda was at, where she's like, I'm going to have my own little picture perfect family and my little house and my little village and this is my town and all the people I know. And I'm like, that's it. She had the right idea. And everybody's like, well, wait, she held a town captive for her mental break because her husband died. Yeah, and damn, that is some Nicole shit. That's some Nicole shit. <laughs> That is some Nicole shit. She had a mental snap. Her husband died. And she just said, I'm going to live in a simulation for the rest of my life. And honestly, I can't blame her. No, no. I'm ready. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even remember where we we're going. With <laughs> I, I told you this episode was going to be us just ranting. Well, okay. So you have a garden now. I have a garden now. And now you have the ability to you know and i'm like into gardening yeah. like i had a whole conversation you're, the, you're gonna be the commune gardener garden. well so is ash well, at yeah, me yeah. so ashley's so garden ashley's yesterday i was like oh she got whole thing going i know we were talking so when we were outside on the swings yesterday um we were talking about it and um because her john luke came out mm -hmm. her, her tortoise yep. um lovely child and <laughs> her little gnome garden as it was so mm -hmm. eloquently called um and like all her her tomato she's got tomatoes and cucumbers going like crazy shoot i was supposed to take some cucumbers oh damn it i should have reminded too. i i thought so i was like if you got cucumbers i know some motherfuckers who love cucumbers <laughs> and so she's you fucking love yeah you some cucumber loving I was motherfuckers dreaming about how i was gonna cut them and season them you gotta go back i know you gotta go get them but actually, anyway ashley coming, and i i'm coming for my cukes ashley. <laughs> ashley and i were talking yesterday at length about like gardening stuff and i was like I, and and then it got into like prepper talk like oh boy. Yeah, at which yeah. and you know james was there for that conversation he was all in on that and so well, we they, got they're like hunter gatherers i now. know but that's what so I, here's the thing though i think instagram is starting to realize that i'm going crazy and is starting to advertise to me like prepper shit like hey oh. you got into gardening you might also want to stock an entire room of a pantry to get ready for the apocalypse and i'm like you know what honestly that doesn't sound like a bad idea like i used I to make Instagram's fun of on the right on the right track here. i i used to make fun of preppers and now like i'm looking more at the news and i'm watching a lot of hassan and i'm just like man they well, may got something we, going we watched the last of us we watched the last that's another one too such an which also an inspiration to all of let's us. talk about the other inspiration of the last of us of the guys? well the husbands well I mean, sure, yes. Or Pedro. Pedro Pascal. <laughs> let's known, let's talk kidding. about the other inspiration from The Last of Us, <laughs> which is Daddy Pedro Pascal, which I did not know I needed in my life, but apparently that awoke something. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. Anywho. Yeah, so um, Daddy Pedro. Daddy Pedro. But, yes, anyway, like prepping. I think to an extent there's an yes there's like ways, i'm not like, i'm not saying i'm gonna go build a bunker tomorrow okay. but i'm also kind of like i'm actually interested in what kind of preserves i can keep stocked for the next three years because yeah. honestly i kind of need to think about those things like <laughs> it's getting a little scary out there oh, man <laughs> oh my gosh or i, I could go I to my a bunch of friends that are like piecing out from florida a lot of they're, them yeah they, I, I mean I've got friends right now that are in the middle of like moving sale and um yep they they in particular have like a, a kid who is transgender i can't and, blame them at and, all you know they were like we're not gonna put our kid through this potential like jeopardy you know yeah. and and i agree 100 i would if, if i i actually so i had this conversation with my mother um last week i think it was and I'm, I'm very grateful. I've always had parents who were very supportive of really any choices that I made in my life. Yeah. Um, and when I decided, you know, Hey, Austin and I are not having kids. It was, I, w I was pleasantly surprised at how easy that conversation was for the most part. Like yeah. my parents really never pushed back on me for it. I didn't feel a bunch of pressure. Like nice. as a, as a woman, that can be a big conversation, especially with parents who, 
I want grandkids, you know, like all the things. And, you know, I always kind of was like, at what point is it going to kick in that they want to like have that conversation? Like you really should have great. Like I didn't, I, I, you know, I was waiting for the, like it turn around. It's like, all right, I know you, I know you didn't want kids at like 26, but you should really start thinking about it. I've never gotten that, which I'm really grateful for. And it's a little late. It's a little late, but it's a little late. that, That ship sailed, but I digress. I'm very grateful that we had that. Anywho, we were talking recently just about all the shit going on. Florida, trans rights, uh, the economy, all the shit. And my mom was like, you know, I'm actually, she goes like, I, it's sad that I have to say this, but I'm really grateful that you and Tyler don't have kids. Because I don't know if I would want to worry about grandchildren in our school systems, gun violence, all of it. Like, it is scary to fucking raise a kid right now. And I'm like, I. You're welcome. Like, I don't know. I, I like, we still, you need to worry about Evie and sentiment. Well, of course, those are my main priorities, but no, I mean, Colette. Yeah. Well, (laughs) that's also Colette's main priorities. Let's, let's be clear. Just because I didn't have human grandchildren does not mean, I mean, she would do literally anything for this dog. She would kill and die for this dog. Sweet. I love that. I do. I do. I love that. Yeah, it is a scary world out there. Um, I feel like I watch a little bit too much true crime. Yeah, that because, can. Uh, I, I definitely get in my head about that a bit sometimes. And but at the same time, like Mark and I watch this show. It's like news of the week. Mm-hmm. It's not just them pulling random true crime shit out of the you know old bag of stories. It's like things that happened last week. And there is this like horrific shit happening yeah. every week. But and you know, like- so I don't think that this goes for everyone, but I think we're going to see more of this the more that we don't address the socioeconomic issues that yeah. Yeah. are yeah. underlying to violent crimes. Totally. Um, the reality is, is that you look at where this comes from for uh, you know, those incarcerated and a lot of them start off with, you know, financial destitution or unchecked mental health concerns or family violence and abuse. Like we're we're talking about scenarios that like, I, I have a really hard time believing that the majority of our like incarcerated population was just born bad. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. that there, there is something underlying and I'm not saying we're going to solve all of it. And I'm not here saying that, you know, nobody ever committed a crime just for the fun of it. Like <laughs> I, I know that that's out there, but yeah. like, sure. we're going to see it in this, the, the, the climate we've created because we've really just gotten to a point where we're like, we blatantly don't care about people yeah. like society. Like it's no longer just like, Oh, they're kind of trying to get your money, but like, you're still a consumer and we still care about the good of the people. Like there's no facade anymore. Like people are just saying, fuck it, go fuck yourself, figure it out. Like our government, they don't, they don't give a fuck. No. And it's, it shows, I mean, there's so many just low paying jobs going on. Yeah. It's corporate greed. And, it's... and there's also strikes nonstop back to back to back all tons of strikes to even, to, you know, can begin to talk about all the ones that have happened even over the last few months. Yeah. You know, so it's just, people are fed up. It is a, like, I think a battle. And unfortunately I think that a lot of normal quote unquote, normal people are just, their backs are against the wall. And their backs against the wall. They're yeah. brainwashed to an extent. They have the wrong, you know, idea of what it means for like our world and life to be successful. And it revolves heavily around money, material things, and um, not a holistic look at life and things in general. You know what doesn't let me down in the constant chaos and uh, just bullshittery that is happening is wine. wine. Specifically, wine from the Keep Downtown. The Keep Downtown never lets us down. It, it never has. Not for me. We're getting some of this uh, pour here. We're, we're on glass two. Yeah. 
and this is going to be a, a, a probably a whole bottle session. Oh, like, for sure. <laughs> like, this is, I'm like, that's all? That's, that's, that's all you poured for, for me? For, for now? She's, she's being, um, she's just trying, trying to be uh, polite. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying not to look quite like a ridiculous like, lush, chug but it, chug it. Chug it, you won't. <laughs> But no, the Keep Downtown, thank you, of course, for sponsorship uh-huh. of the uh, Wine with Witches podcast since we, since our inception. Since our inception and, and continues to provide us with a space to do uh, events and tarot readings. Yes. Um, we've spent some time um, over the past several weeks uh, just standing up in shop doing tarot readings. Yeah. If you guys have... Um, you know, the opportunity Tuesday nights, we've been heading over there and, mm-hmm. and offering our services and it's a great time to, to stop. And it's pretty quiet. It leaves the tables kind of open and, um, just yep. an intimate opportunity to do readings, but they've, we've also attended a lot of great events over the past several weeks and there's more upcoming too. Yeah. And we popped a bottle of the Austin Hope Pasa Robles Cabernet Sauvignon, which mm-hmm. is, uh, Austin Hope's just one of our favorite um, wineries in general. The yep. Hopes have amazing wine out of California and always a, just a unique wine experience. Um, I've been sitting on this bottle um, for probably six months now um, because I it's it's one of my favorites. And, you know, I, I have a small rack in the kitchen where I've always got bottles. Yep. And I had been sitting on this one for a while. We've popped some others for other episodes, but... Um, it just felt right. Mm-hmm. I felt time yeah. and it felt like this was a heavier episode and sure. a, like a heavier time for us to just talk through things. So wanted something that was a little special and went down smooth. Mm-hmm. You cannot be, you can't go wrong with a Cabernet. Nope. Especially, especially this one is, it's just excellent, you know? So if you do get a chance to get down to the keep, we've got, um, this and other, uh, bottles available. Of course you can always have a glass with us while you're there and we did have some really cool events recently which um we had our seven year anniversary which is which is so awesome yeah i mean we had a wonderful time but just in general like (laughs) what's time yeah yeah seven seven years where did it go yeah but it was awesome because it was really cool to see like we've had a ton of uh friends and and community folks have been supporting us for that entire time you know and to see everybody's face and see them come out was awesome and then uh we we had a halfway to halloween party too that was very fun we we encouraged people to dress up and we actually had quite a few people like kind of get dressed up get gothed up so we did yeah. a little you you had you were a fairy a I little am. goth fairy I was, a little goth, I was the fairy goth mother i loved it <laughs> and you were a demon yes i broke out my my always a um a fun party starter my horns yeah and you're like oh my gosh my gothic kimono are those real yes they're from my head if i I mean frankly if i could like like staple that whole headdress into my brain and like that just what i wore i probably would permanent demon yeah i would i would totally go permanent demon horns for sure Although they're kind of wrangly to get in and out of the car. So oh, there's yeah. some logistics to it. Every time I wear mine, which mine are not even close to as grand and tall and <laughs> big as yours. Like I always smack my head on the door yep. when I'm getting out of, out of the car. So it's, it's hard being a demon, you know? And you're significantly taller than me. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How tall are you? 5'8". Okay, so... You're like, bitch. <laughs> six inches taller than me. You're a whole dick taller than me. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. This is, again, as a reminder, not safe for work podcast. Yeah. And also not really safe for kids podcast. Yeah. Just probably to- just don't listen to this with anyone who does not get our sense of humor because yeah. it's not going <laughs> to register well. well um, Christians love us. Christians love us. That is our, that's been our slogan. It's been our tag <laughs> a number of times. And I stand by that statement. I stand by it too. Christians um, really love us. Christians love us. Um, you got it in the South, you know? Yeah. And also all my psych court patients, like I mentioned, they, they know my stones. All the psych ward girlies know what a carnelian is. I mean, does that say something about us or <laughs> let's assess this for a minute. 
Oh that's, my god. That's one thing that like a lot of us have in common in there. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Yeah. Uh, Hassan has put a challenge out there before. It's like, show me a crystal girly that isn't on bipolar med- medication. Oof. And <laughs> and then we can talk and I'm like, God damn it, Hassan. <laughs> And if they're not, they should be. And they probably should. Yeah. They're just on, they're undiagnosed. <laughs> they're self-medicating. Ooh, Trust fuck. and believe. They are self-medicating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But so, who, else, who else out there is not self-medicating? Raise your hand. Yeah, right. It's uh, There's not many of them. Just try to keep balanced. You know, don't overdo it. You know, it's funny. Because um, we talk about, like just medication and stuff. I've had this calling recently to like kind of do a health analysis yeah. about like just what I'm putting in my body in general. Mm-hmm. And it, that's, that's medication. That's food. That's, I'm really starting to like, I don't know, come into that sense of like, I'm not, I, I, I have more guilt and not about like body shaming or like weight watching, but like, I guess a little bit more guilt about what I put in my body. That's bad. Yeah. Just like in jet of like, Oh fuck. Like I, mm. you know what might be doing it mm. that you're a plant mom now. I think that's part of it. Because I think that's been part of it. You have to be really aware of making sure that these plants don't get dehydrated. They got to have their water intake. They got to get their vitamins. I think that that might be part of it. Yeah. Like I, and, and, and having pets too can do that sometimes to an extent, but that's, it's newer for you with the, with the gardening and stuff. So that's why I think, you know, it's definitely been on my mind more Yeah. of like, how can I, like, what, what am I putting in my body throughout the week that like I should or should not be doing sausage. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, sure. Okay. I won't go there. Um, but on a, <laughs> But seriously, I, I, I just, yeah, I've had that kind of assessment on my mind for a little bit now. And well, I feel like part of it is that kind of like calling to just um, be more in tune with myself yeah. and what my needs are in the moment. Yeah. Well, I giggle because you reminded me of when I first joined the gym. Mm. They had me do, it's not the same thing, but it is, it, it's a, it's an assessment, but it's like a body scan mm. and they put you in like almost like an airline security, like scanner neat. And they do this like 360 3d picture of you. Hmm. And then they tell you which areas of your body, like are holding your excess weight. <sighs> they show it to you. I would and you're hate like, that. I'm going to just jump out the window now. Yeah. I don't think I could handle that. I'm <laughs> and not... then they tell you what, like, your BMI is and all, all that shit. And how, oh, no, what's the one? What's the one? Your uh, percentage body fat. Oh, oof. Hate that. Don't like that. Don't like that. <laughs> don't like that. <laughs> but that's not the same. But because all of that, on the day that we're talking about it, none of that matters. Yeah. What matters is what are you going to do today and tomorrow and the next day to fix this or to do just make different choices, not make, not like make fix, different choices, making different choices, making better choices, making choices that like you're happy with that still make you content. You're like not starving yourself, not well, eating just like gross shit. That's it. It's it. like the, so that that's where I was going with it is like the moderation piece. Yeah. Like cookies aren't bad inherently, Unless you eat eight of them. Right. Like, you can have the one cook. Like, my, my problem is, is I'm just terrible at moderation. Yeah. Like, I'll just start right there. Like, I I find something. I like it. I want all of it. I don't want a little bit of it. I want all of it. Taurus. Very strong Taurus energy. And, like, I have to remember, like, okay, well, swing the pendulum in the opposite direction and because there was a point in my life that that was my, I was on the opposite direction. When I was much younger, I was working out a lot. I weight lifted a lot yep. and I couldn't do that now at 32. 
I mean, there's probably some of it I could. Yeah. But like not that, as not as I, intensely. Spending or eight hours spending eight hours in the gym is not the answer either. No. Like I, I, it's just making smarter choices and, and moderation and being healthy about it and saying, okay, well, I'm going to you know not eat every dessert that's on the table. I will have a couple of lemon squares. Like yep. I had one of those lemon squares. They were so good. I mentioned the lemon squares because they were so fucking good. I also had a bunch of that tiramisu trifle. Thank you, Naomi. That was really good, too. Oh, my gosh. There Who was... made the lemon bars? Was it Darian? Uh, Darian. So thank yeah. you, Darian, for the lemon bars. Thank you, Naomi, for the tiramisu. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Austin, for the cookies. Yep. Um, and none of it's inherently bad. Yeah. Just not eating the whole table's worse. Right. And I say that to myself <laughs> because that's what Nicole really wanted to do yesterday. <laughs> like, Ooh, I'll just take this tray of lemon. Oh, a treat. <laughs> just, as, just as a treat. This is just for me, right? It's just a treat. I feel like I've definitely been getting into some pretty good habits. Um, I've been following along with some like uh, health blogs mm-hmm. that are not definitely not like thin spo by you know or any not healthy not an unhealthy look at health but yeah just like some very real tangible applicable tips and tricks you know that um are easy you know that are not gonna you know keep me in the gym all day or keep me like fretting over my meals or even like having to count calories or anything yeah um and one cool thing is i I'm now getting like a lot more steps. <laughs> yeah, with work. Hospital. Yeah, like there's you're just walking constantly. That's definitely the downside for me. Is like I'm, st- I you know I'm I'm still in the corporate grind yep. and yep. Yep. you know mostly behind a desk and a computer and that's been a struggle for me. Of like, I think because pre COVID I was so significantly active with my job. Yeah. And I was physically up and moving and running around and doing things like I, I, over the past three years, like you, I'm, I'm such a dramatically different person physically, mentally, emotionally. Yeah. Some of it's been really good physically for my health. It hasn't been great. Yeah. Like physically well, I'm a, you know, yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm at a huge deficit from where I was. Yeah. But again, you know, it's just a, a choice every day to an extent. Yeah. And, and, not, and when you don't, make you know if you say like you don't necessarily make all the greatest choices in a day it's that's okay too you know being able to forgive yourself and you know knowing what you need to change and that's goes not just with health things or eating or exercising but just in general like when you realize that there's something in your life that is just causing you that mental distress it's it, and like not to get certainly not um you know, referring to Christian prayer, but it's like, accept the things that you can change, you know, what is it? Accept the things you can't change and change the things you can't accept or whatever that little phrase is. Yeah. And it goes beyond Christianity. I mean, it, it, it's a turn of phrase, but it, it, it is true. Like you, you can only control your controllables and yep. like, that's, that's part of what I'm, you know, doing is just being conscious of that and, and trying to be more active. So it'll and come with time. The other thing is like, for me over time, a lot of my behaviors and habits have reflected like my partner. Mm -hmm. And that's been one thing where it's like when, when I have ups or, you know, when Mark would have ups, you know, kind of my health ups would go up. But when it's so hard, like with Mark's like, Oh, I just really wanted ice cream tonight. And he brings in like ice cream. Yeah. It's just like, that, that, that can be a little like, we've all almost it's almost like trading off every time yeah. <laughs> it, it's definitely your partner impacts you know what you're kind of capable of keeping to i know that it's been you know a conversation point for me in austin pretty frequently about just like what we're bringing into the house for food and yeah. you know how active we're being so like having a, a tagged buddy and in, in your partner is mm. super helpful um and I'm, you know, grateful that Austin's super supportive of what I'm looking to do and, you know, the food I eat and the food that we want to eat, like yeah. where, where I don't have to fight that battle, which is great. Yeah, um, awesome. So, you know, I've got, def- I've, I've got all the right support 
in my life just gotta it's just choose to do the right things. Taco Bell runs that really get me. It's it's the sweet treats, man. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I turned thirty and my sweet tooth went off the roster, and I've never been that bad. And like, it has really been a struggle recently. But might be something else contributing to that. Well, <laughs> correct. <laughs> delicious cookies that Austin keeps yeah, making. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Stop yeah. making fucking cookies, Austin. <laughs> no, I feel you 100%. Honestly, our problem is that we just aren't that great at planning ahead. So, you know, yeah. we have good intentions when we first go grocery shopping, but then when we run out of those, you know, a few meals that we picked up and put together or whatever, we have like a cheat night and yeah all that which is okay too you know or you're allowed to do that i think it's harder for you guys because there is something with like you know not only having the keep but with having uh, like different schedules oh, yeah. it's it's just so much harder for sure. you've got you know more direct access to instant food when yep. you want it and need it versus meal prepping i think because austin and i are corporate monday nine to fivers um you know we we've we can we're very kind of strict about our weeks we've gotten really like monday through friday here's what you eat like that and that's 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 super helpful because it's like it can help keep you it's exhaust it's it's kind of like it's fucking groundhog's day every day (laughs) because it's like you work, you go, you know, you do the things, you have the here same thing for lunch. Here's my lunch. Broccoli. Here's my, here's my chicken breast and broccoli, Brussels sprouts for the evening. Going to bed, dear. Brush your teeth, go to bed, you go to sleep. You know, like that's, it's, it's. Do you want to consummate? Yeah, exactly. Like that is. No, I am full from chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch your dialogue yesterday or no? <laughs> Were you peeking in on us? Um, yeah, I, you know, but it's, it, it is good in the sense that it keeps us good, at least in those days. Yeah. So it's all good. Yeah. Nothing, you know, I feel like it's something that like, it's definitely awesome to be conscious about, but also it's like, I try not to get myself wrapped up into too much because I realize now like that I did have did and probably will still waste a lot of my energy worrying about if i'm fat or not fat yeah and that frustrates me to no fucking end that that's something that like has been on my mind since i've been you know a preteen yeah but i am really starting to embrace aging the natural look of my body, you know, like I'm, I know I'm fairly healthy. Obviously I'm not like a gym rat, but I try and that's all I can do. Yeah. And that's all anybody can do is try and uh, also try not to beat ourselves up over it, you know, because again, we as women spend so much fucking time mm-hmm. staring in the mirror and beating ourselves up and trying to find the next best way to lose a bunch of weight or look younger or whatever. You know, there's so many messages coming at us that we have to do this and look a certain way and feel a certain way. And if you, if it hurts the way you feel about yourself, then yes, you should make your change and make the adjustments, but not for the sake of people fucking gazing upon you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you feel like your craft practices have like, helped with that mindset and so far as like that self-acceptance and you know embracing who you are just as you are in that moment i mean i think learning about learning and appreciating like the form of goddess yeah and you know knowing that it comes in so many forms and that um you know there we're on sort of like this physical plane right now but you know i believe that there's different levels, you know, to our lives and different planes that we'll exist on. And, you know, I might be like this, like kind of like chunky white woman right now, but I, I might be, you know, like a, a little fairy next time. Or maybe you're I definitely a fairy or like a little puppy or something. You know, I like... think you, I think you nailed it the first time. I think you are, <laughs> if I were to put you in any kind of like celestial scape, you would, fairy? you are a hundred percent a fairy. And you've never not been a redhead. 
which I'm reading that book that you got me when I absolutely adore it. It's mm, the, the fairies book, witchcraft or fairy witchcraft. And I am like obsessed with it. It's, I actually really love it. And <laughs> good for those of you listening that, you know, practice the craft. It's a really cool look at fairy lore. Yeah. So you're definitely a fairy. You've never not been a fairy. Like you are, you are a fairy. You are a redhead. That's not, those pieces have never changed. Yep. Okay. I, I, I'll accept that. And I'm just a small thing. I'm just a little thing. I'm just a baby. I'm just a sparkly fairy. No, and I am a tadpole. Halloween, I was on it. Like I was, you like, were I on was it. in the zone. I was like, I feel like this is really feeling good. Yeah. I feel like I'm in my skin. Yeah. <laughs> Now you know how I feel every time I dress up. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I am a tadpole. Oh my gosh. In my it, I saw you got, my got buddy. Big out here. I do have Vig. Aww. He's my buddy. I, I got a uh, adorable squishmallow tadpole for my birthday, thanks to Megan. And <laughs> he's a he's a friend. He's friend shaped. He is friend shaped. He's very friend shaped, and he uh, he lives in him. the he lives in the witch room now, yep. as as he should, because this is his space. We got the big vibes in the witch room tonight. <sighs> Hella vibes. We got the lights going. Well, what do you? How do you feel about that? I mean, obviously, you asked, you posed the question to me of witchcraft, you know, practice coinciding with our, you know, yeah, personal health journeys. Is yeah, that, is that how, how I get? Yeah, I would put it in that. that? I think it's me. It, it's definitely, I, I asked it because I feel like it's been, it wasn't instant, but right. it's been a long time coming. Um, like you, you, you're aware and you know of my relationship with Hecate yep. and you know, the triple moon goddess. And like, I had, when I really kind of started my craft journey, I was fascinated by the whole concept of maiden mother crone mm -hmm. and the and really kind of like that that phase of life that the phases of life that women go through the symbolism surrounding it and then it's reflection onto the moon phases itself yeah um and it's it it was it was very intriguing to me but i still kept it very much at arm's length um i think because I didn't feel like it mattered, not that it didn't matter. I didn't feel like it applied to me because I was still very in my maiden phase. Yeah. Um, it was, I just didn't connect the same. And I feel like as I'm getting more settled in myself, as I'm getting older, as I'm, yeah, settling down, really. Mm -hmm. and, and, and kind of almost, I, I want to say nesting, but not nest nesting in the sense that like I need a baby, but like very much like nesting into my home and very like sinking into my space and being comfortable. Yeah. As nice. I've started doing that, I'm also like very much starting to become more at home in my own skin and being happy with it, being on board with like providing for it, mm -hmm. not taking it for granted. Yeah. Some of it goes back to like, what I'm putting in my body and like mm -hmm. the health around it. Um, so it's very, in me, to me, it's very holistic in the sense that it's not just about losing weight or addressing a certain dietary or, you know, health concern. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah. It's mind, body, and spirit. It's mm -hmm. how does this vessel support me the best way possible every day? Yes. And I'm like, that's a, that, that to me, it sounds like, you know, so simple. And especially for you, I think you innately have a little bit more of that. Like you've naturally done that a little bit more in your life. Yeah. I, however, have operated on so many different crazy extremes that finding a settling point has been like, this is weird. Like, <laughs> like you mean I'm not, I like, I'm not diving into some crazy like health craze or like, yeah. going crazy on a diet plan or like jumping into the gym and making it my whole personality. Like, no, like okay. I'm going to do things in a very steady paced natural yeah, way. Almost letting what your body is. Let it, exactly. For. Listening to my Listen body. To if it. I'm hungry, I will eat. I will yeah. try to eat, you know, the good things that are in my house that I've already provided for myself. If I'm yeah. not hungry, I'm not going to force feed myself yeah. just because it's time. Yeah. Yeah. Like just all of these different, you know, I mean, gosh, I, 
I've never been one to, well, I take that back. I've been more craving just water. Yeah. Than like I ever have. Yeah. That's what awesome. in my, in my well, youth. Soda and stuff is like. Well, soda's awful. And like, I'm the worst. I, I mean, I fucking love Mountain Dew. Like, let's just put that out there. I fuck, I fucking love Mountain I Dew. Love Mountain Dew stand, <laughs> but I, I, I do love Mountain and Dew. And I do love a Dew. But like, I also am <laughs> like, wow, I just really crave water right now. Like, it's kind of weird when you really like listen to your body what it actually tells you it wants. Yes. Yep. It's kind of wild. It is wild that we're like out here just living in these little skin bags. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> the limitations of this damn corporeal form. <laughs> Gotta give them water and sunlight and fertilizer. Like it's a little. But don't plant. forget wine. Cause yeah. that's important. Actually, too. I need a little more in my cup. Oh fuck. Okay. And I um, think we're actually, are we, are we at time? Or, I mean, we've already gone over significantly, but we've we gone, do, but not because, um, it's because we, we love you all. Yeah. And we feel a little guilty for leaving you hanging for a this while. Is a, this is a specialty episode. Yeah. Um, that allows us to read you in on our personal lives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like we're in a good space. I did yeah. want to just do a quick card reading, yes. um, kind of tie it all in with the tarot. And because we've been on a little bit of a hiatus, I thought it might be nice to do a little bit more of a spread um, instead of our usual single card pull. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you know we've talked about today and a lot of things going on in life. So I feel like a three card pull gives us a better perspective on um, you know, what is trying to be said to us and what we can glean from it. Um, so I felt like it would be, um, more prudent to do a three card poll so that we could get a better, um, contextual reading and understanding of, um, what it's trying to tell us. And I feel like this poll was interesting. So first off, I've got, um, three from the minor arcana, which I like in the sense that just looking at it with all of the cards, we've got three different suites. So each card is from a different suite. Well-rounded. Um, and it gives us a little bit less of that, um, almost kind of landmark or keystone event context, which I like because we don't need that right now. Yeah, I was going to say, um, can we just have some calm? It's a little bit more calmer of a reading in the sense that it's not quite as like, you pulled the tower. Uh, like, there's none of that. There's none of that in it. It's a little bit calmer of a reading. So, and and really kind of when I was, when I was shuffling and setting my intentions around it, I, I kind of just wanted to leave it up to, um, you know, the, the universe basically to kind of say, you know, what do we need to hear coming out of our conversations, what we were chatting about. We had a loose idea of what we were going to talk about today, but we didn't have it. Talk to talk. Yeah. Talk to talk, but we, yeah, but we didn't necessarily have like a strict agenda, but I feel like we, we hit all the points that we wanted to regardless, but, um, you know, letting the cards really speak to us on what it is that we take away from our talks today. So we're going to start off with um, the first card on the left um, that I drew, which was the seven of swords. Um, I love the seven cards. Sevens are great. Um, Swords are really interesting because the swords as a um, suite really help to kind of contextualize around what knowledge we have, what things that we've got in the works. Um, Seven for, for this card it's a little bit more in the camp of, um, I don't want to say it's not negative, but it's, it it definitely deals with context of like not having the full picture. Sometimes that's because of another individual. Some may call that like a betrayal, um, or, um, you're kind of dealing with your own like imposter syndrome or fraud, um, fraud feelings. So, um, it's knowing, getting out of your own head and kind of trusting that you have the capability to do what you need to do in order to be successful and 
don't deceive yourself by selling yourself short. Don't deceive others either by trying to sell them short. So a lot of, a lot of context around like the deception piece. I think that, you know, you and I have really connected with trying to find ourselves recently, I would yeah. say in the past six months, whatever that most authentic self is. And I think I almost read this as a kind of like a warning, like, we're still not don't, there yet. <laughs> but, 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 but be, be honest with yourself, yeah. be honest with others. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't, you know, don't, don't, don't turn your back and just kind of like take things for granted. Um, so I read it in that context. The other, um, the center card, the other one that I pulled was the King of Pentacles. Um, Pentacles is a sweet, we all know it's a little bit more of that tangible. It's the earthly, it's the sometimes financials and money and things like that. Yep. Um, the King of Pentacles in this um, was reversed. Um, so with that reversal, um, it really does kind of talk about what it is that we're doing with that money. Like when you've had success or you've had all of those tangibles, like are you engaging in like high risk opportunities that can yield or um not yield what you're expecting to have come out of it are you enjoying too much of your fruits of your labor are you um putting money over anything else yeah um it's kind of again i go back to like this feels like a warning of really connecting with authenticity but also being wary of where money takes you yeah. um i felt it was very interesting that i pulled this after our conversations about you specifically turning down opportunities that may financially be look, looking lucrative on the outset, but don't align with this warning of like, is it authentic to you? Yeah. So really thought that was interesting on those reads. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely can relate to the message of those two. Yeah. And then I feel like this is really just a, I, I, I pull three of cups, not, I, I feel I pull, three of cups pretty frequently. It's yeah. probably the first time I think, I don't think I've pulled it while we've been on a podcast episode. I've, I'd have to look back. Maybe I have, but I pull a three of cups pretty frequently and I love this card. Um, <laughs> I do love those. Cards. And I, 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 and I love that it, it pulled with this um, reading specifically because three of cups has a lot to do with more of like that emotion and uh well cups just in, in general as a sweet deals with more of like the emotional and how you are um creating relationships and engaging with people um three of cups specifically is really that like celebration um yeah. it is uh you, you can't of course because we're on a podcast you can't see the card but on the three of cups card you'll see three individuals celebrating with cups in hand. Mm -hmm. It is quite literally that. It is camaraderie. It is the beauty of like friendships. Me, you, and Evie. It's me, you, and Evie. <laughs> exactly. It is the three people in this room right now. Um, <laughs> but I love this card because it really um, tunes into how important it is that the relationships around you help build you up yes. um, and fulfill you and celebrate um, they, how it promotes creativity, um, and, and, you know, you navigate life with those individuals. And I feel like, you know, when we're encouraged to gather with the people that mean most to us, that's the fruit of life. Yes. That is what makes it worth living. That's the stuff that I'm like, and I mean, we, 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 we talked about it too, having an in bulk celebration with individuals, how crazy cool it was that our intentions were so like hyper focused on by the universe because we came together as community and celebrated like yes. i like this to me when i look at this reading it tells a story about how you know when you when you take and heed the warnings of being honest with yourself and not just chasing you know financial gain you're really able to celebrate and be at the most important points in your life which is the community and the and the friendships that you have so yeah. I, I i thought this was really um a, a really great way to kind of tie everything together and and spoke to me so i don't know yeah. what your thoughts are on i mean i think those those little skellies on the three of cups it's like us drinking our corona ritas earlier it, it really is <laughs> i you know what i thought the exact same thing i said damn those cups look like corona ritas <laughs> And I also think it's a sign that all of our listeners should come and be uh, joyous and frolic with us at the Keep Downtown. Frolic. 
frolic up and down the stairs with us at the keep down yes um we have a few things coming up that um we already mentioned tarot tuesdays we've been we have been doing this now i would say don't be sad if we're not there and you show up (laughs) but we are trying to be there on we'll also post about it before we're there posting to make sure that you know we're we're there but um this week we have goth night Mm -hmm. and um so we'll be there on wednesday night for goth night and um we actually have a comedy night coming up this saturday night which is the first time we've done that which is really cool but i i'm feeling those that that reading i loved um definitely the three of cups you know three of cups is one of my favorite warnings tarot warning me i know i know i'm listening to you tarot but but i also think that they were really like it's stuff that we know. I know. Like, you you and I both know the cards don't illuminate anything you probably don't already know in your gut. And we spoke about it. Like, yeah. I think, I, yeah. if anything, it was confirmation to me that, like, the things that we're doing in the track that we're on is the right place at the right time and for us. And it's definitely confirmation that when you have that, when you're surrounded by that love and you bring, allow that joy to come into your life, that even if it doesn't seem like it's, a good thing happening in the moment mm-hmm. like specifically you know you, you could lose your job and think it's the end of the world and that like how are you ever going to figure out what to do next and how will you overcome and not just a job loss but there's lots of things in life that we um have that we're approached as challenges yeah. just to know that ultimately the universe has your back yeah and it feels like it's the end but it's not and you just have to keep your eyes open for opportunities and signs yep. of what happens next and tune into yourself and just not give up yeah like it's because it, it, it's so god it's so easy to give up but it's like so you, it's so easy to give up but it's like you just you, you can't and you know it's super cheesy but everything happens for a reason uh-huh. in one way or another and like i've I've had to keep that in mind recently. And I feel like, you know, it, it is my community. It is my tight knit friend group that helps continue to lift me up um, and keep me going. And I don't know. I just love you guys. Oh, I love you guys. We love oh. you. Yes, it's true. And um, I think on that note, we can leave them with our mantra. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I gotta remember what that is. No, I'm kidding. I I got it. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Damn. <laughs> I was like, oh, quick. The oh, fuck. Find the page. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Okay. It is. You are beautiful, magical, and have the power to manifest your reality. Cheers to that. Cheers. Witch. Love you guys. <laughs>